Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Janae, bringing you your weekly dosage of inspiration, empowerment, motivation, what else? Encouragement. As you go throughout this journey of life and as you begin your process or as you're on your process of healing, conquering, and evolving and also transforming. I am super excited to be sitting down to record this episode. I skipped out on last week and I'm going to tell you why, but I really miss y'all. And it's like when I sit down and record, I feel like y'all are in the room with me. So I'm so grateful to be sitting down after a nice weekend to record this upcoming week's episode. Um, Last weekend, I hosted my first Retreat. I hosted my first retreat. It was called the Beauty to Ashes Retreat. I hosted it with one of my spiritual mentors, Miss Catrice Cohen out of Atlanta. And it was phenomenal. Um, it was a group of four women along with myself and Miss Catrice. Um, we got a beautiful Airbnb. And like I had it on my vision board for almost two years. And thank God that God laid it on Miss Catrice's heart over the summer to bring it up to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's on my vision board. And so she was like, let's make it happen. Let's pray about it. And the reason why I didn't um, broadcast it was because I, this was a God thing. So I literally prayed and fasted and asked God to reveal to me who he wanted to be at this retreat. And the four women, it was five, but one couldn't be there. But I truly believe that who was supposed to be there was there in the midst of everything. And so um, this is not my last retreat. The next ret- couple of retreats, I'm going to seek guidance from God and ask him, like, does he want me to continue to pray and, like, it be invite only? Or does he want me to open it up to, um, you know, people in the public? So, yeah, I had my first retreat and I needed time to just like regroup so I deleted all of my social media for the week I didn't really talk to anybody except for my dad and my mom and my brother um and my friend Whitney and I had a few text interactions with um you know one of my group chats but I wasn't trying to answer the phone for nobody I just didn't want to I just needed time to like decompress because last weekend was very transformative and a lot of healing started to take place and after you like poured into other people and like you kind of just been in that the middle of healing and I want to say the middle of surgery almost emotional and spiritual surgery like it took a lot out of me. So, um, on top of that, like I had to get all the stuff, like the food and purchase all the stuff. So it was like a lot of running around. So, um, last week I skipped out on Monday because I just needed to recover and get myself together, but I'm back. Your girl is back with a brand new episode. And so, um, let's get started. Let me tell you, October was an awesome month. It was an awesome month. Um, so what I told y'all I was going to do for the month of October was that I got a journal and it was specifically for the month of October. Um, and I filled up all the pages itself for maybe two, um, which is totally okay. And I asked God at the beginning of October for a word 
for October. And the word or words that he gave me was open doors October. And I prayed about certain things and I walked in expectancy for God to open up doors for me in the month of October. And that's exactly what he did. Um, it wasn't open doors like money flying everywhere, but it was definitely open doors, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Okay. Um, and financially, cause I just checked my, um, my sales from Amazon and my royalty check is going to be a little nice. Okay. It's going to help me pay off, you know, some more of my credit card bill. Um, but I saw God open doors. Um, I was on the news with my kids, with my students for our classroom. So I got to be interviewed and I was like on TV. So I'm kind of like famous. Okay. And not only that, but then we were interviewed. Well, my kids were interviewed two more times. Um, so that was, those were open doors. Um, emotionally, I was delivered from some things that I had been praying and asking God to deliver me from. So that was an open door emotionally. Um, and I guess the book, the books being sold, not I guess, but I know that the books being sold and the royalty check that I'm going to be getting from Amazon, that um, was a door open financially. Um, and then just to see these women. Well, first of all, let me go back. I held, I hosted my first retreat. So that was a door um, that was open for my purpose. And then to see the women that were in attendance um, at the retreat and the healing that began to take place. I got to see doors opening for those people emotionally and spiritually. And um, it's just God really blew my mind. And so I challenge you for the month of November. Um, this episode is going to be coming out on the fourth. I challenge you to go to God and ask him, what is the, what is my word for November? What do you want me to hold on to for November? What do you want me to walk in expectancy of for the month of November? He's already given me my word was two words. And it's like, okay, God, um, I'm trusting and believing you to, you know, do what the word says is going to happen, but I am totally okay with it. Not looking the way that I am expecting it to look. So go to God and ask him to give you a word for November and also ask him, um, well, not ask him, take God out of a box. Yeah, that's nothing I did. I, I prayed specific prayers in my prayer journals or I wrote specific prayers in my prayer journals and um, my prayer journal for November. And so I'm doing that again for October. I have a journal that I um, purchased and it's going to be for November and December. And so I'm going to be writing out my prayers and just taking God outside of a box. Um, and also, I have transform my coat closet into a prayer closet so i'm going to start utilizing that and i'm super excited um, i gotta get some more materials for my my prayer closet but i'm super excited to um see what god does as i dive deeper dive deeper into my prayer life because i know that god is doing some amazing things in my life and through my life and i know that in order to really walk in everything he has for me and do everything that he has for me to do and be able to come on this podcast i really have to be connected to my source so that means less social media that means less of me going to other people for advice and guidance and more of me really just going to the person that created me and created me with a purpose and a plan for my life and um yeah so disconnecting more from people and connecting more with god um and not being ashamed of that and not feeling bad for having to disconnect from people um and that's actually going to be one of the things that i talk about today so let's jump into 
excuse me, let's jump right into um, these five gems that I want to leave with you today and pray. And I pray that it blesses you throughout this week, honey, because um, these are some of the things that I learned in the month of October. And I want to um, give them to you. And I pray that you're able to apply them to your life and that it blesses you. So you're probably looking at the title and I'm pretty sure I'm going to title this podcast episode. Um, I'm not about to argue with the unsafe number and I'm going to save that one for the end so that she'll understand how I got um that title but the first thing I want you to know um that I was reminded of in the month of October and that I realized is that one thing about character is that it will always always speak for itself when you have a real character, when you are a woman or a man of integrity, when you're a man or a woman of your word, um, and you know that you try to be a person with morals and values and walk in a, in a honest, like, you try to walk an honest path, right? Um, you never have to try to defend yourself when other people rise up against your character. And it took me so long um, to realize that over the summer, if you don't know, I had some people who I was close to to kind of like stab me in my back. Um, and I wouldn't even say stab me in my back. Um, I think that that waters down what they did they stabbed me in my heart because I really cared about them and this episode is not even about that situation because I'm so over that situation thank God but that took me praying and asking God to help me to really really forgive these um individuals um but for so long I wanted to defend my character I wanted to defend and be like well I should have the last say, God, because they're going against my character and that is not like me but one thing about character is that it will always speak for itself you never ever have to defend yourself when you are when you know you have good character um and i want to read this um this scripture um because a lot of times when you go to start defending yourself you look stupid Right. And you look like you have something to hide because you're sitting up here trying to, you know, throw subliminals on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you respond to people who are not worth you responding to, you make yourself look crazy. You make yourself look, um, I don't want to say foolish, but foolish. You know, I have a quote of the day for my students. And um, one of the first quotes that we I ever had them to dissect was a quote by Jay-Z. And it said, like, don't argue with somebody because a stranger who is standing off in the distance can't tell which one is the fool. Right. And so Proverbs chapter 30 verses. I'm sorry. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 32 says, if you've acted foolishly by drawing attention to yourself or if you thought about saying something stupid, you better shut your mouth. Okay, I'm going to read that again. If you've acted foolishly by drawing attention to yourself or if you thought about saying something stupid, you better shut your mouth. And that is the funny thing about um, the situation. One of the people that kind of like hurt me, you know, people would send me like screenshots of stuff of things that they would be saying. And I was like, okay, first of all, I don't care. Um, but they look foolish because first of all, you're blocked. So I can't see what you're talking about. Um, but secondly, um... I'm just posting things going about my business because I'm unbothered. You get what I'm saying? So 
true character, honest character, noble character will always, always, always speak for yourself. So, sis, don't feel like you have to defend yourself, whether it's somebody you got out of a relationship with and they're um, going around telling my ex-boyfriend from college used to do this, tell people I was crazy, okay? Um, so, if you have somebody that's telling people you're crazy, like maybe your ex-boyfriend something like that, or maybe a co-worker is talking about you, whatever the scenario may be, I want you to always remember that when you have no noble character and when you're a child of God you never have to try to defend yourself because one thing about character is that it will always always speak up for your for itself number two um and I learned this over the week of me not answering people's phone calls when they call me because I needed time to take for myself I needed time to I didn't have time this week this past week to um listen to somebody else's problems I didn't have time to um pick up somebody else's way like I needed time for Jessica to like just get back into sync of things okay and so one thing I learned in October the last week of October is that it is not your job to show up all the time for other people but the only person you have to show up for and that you must show up for every single time is yourself. Now, if you have a husband or if you have kids, that looks differently. You showing up for your husband and your kids, that looks totally different. But I'm single. I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. Okay. And a lot of times people depend on me to be their Ayana Vanzant. And I can't do that every single day because I'm human and I go through stuff, right? And a lot of times you find if you're the strong friend, a lot of people always expect you to just be ready to take on their problems. And that's not fair to you. So I want you to know today that it is not your duty, your job, or your responsibility to always show up for other people. The only person that you must show up for is yourself. And at first... I used to feel bad about that. Like, I always felt like I had to be available when somebody needed me. And that is not true. That is definitely not true, right? Especially now that the season that God has taken me into, like, this is a ministry, right? This is a ministry. Like, God has called me to... um pour into women and men like I don't have time for like minute things you get what I'm saying and so when I when I get to a point where I know that I need to just step back and like put myself in a bubble so that God can fill me back up because I poured a lot of myself out to other people it is unfair for people to get upset and think that I should be available every time they need me that's no so, I am here to tell you that it is not your job or your responsibility to show up all the time for other people. And honestly, I wish I could tell you that, you know, after learning that, like I would feel I wanted to I wanted to feel bad for feeling that way, but I don't. And here's my third thing. If God not stressing me about it, then I'm not going to worry about it. If God not telling me like, "Oh, you should feel bad about not being available. If you you, you should feel bad for not um being as accessible as you used to be." Until God starts start stressing me about it, I'm not worried about it, right? So that's number two, and that's part. That's like two point five. If God not stressing me about it, I'm not worried about it. Number three, and um, this is one where one of my um, one of the girls who attended the um, 
she attended the retreat last weekend. You know, a few days later, she takes me. And she's like, basically to sum it up, and we all been there where we just don't feel like we're doing enough. And if you're on social media a lot, social media will make you feel like you're not doing enough because everybody myself included majority of the time we are posting our highlight reels we're only posting the good moments the good things that happen we're not posting that we're stressed out we're not posting that we feel like giving up we're not posting that we kind of feel like we're running into a brick wall we're not posting those things so when other people are looking at us they feel as though we have it all together when that is far from the truth right and when you're looking at somebody who's kind of doing the same thing you want to do or that you aspire to do it will make you feel like, dang, well, I'm not doing enough. And we've all been there. But I'm here to tell you, number three, that when you start feeling like you're not doing enough, you need to stop, put your phone away, get you a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen or whatever, get you a journal. And I want you to make a list of your accomplishments that you've accomplished so far since 2019 has started. And specifically focus on what you have accomplished like in the past few weeks, right? And then I want you to go and make a list of the things that you accomplished last year this time. Because when you do that, you will realize that you have accomplished way more than you're giving yourself credit for. That you have come farther than you're giving yourself credit for. Um, and it makes me think about Peter when he was in that boat and he, God wanted him to walk on water, right? When he kept his eyes on God, the, the storm was calm. But when he started to focus on the storm around him, him he got nervous and he started to sink and he started he started to ask Jesus like why have you forsaken me right but that's like what we do instead of focusing on what is in front of us the blessings that are in front of us what God is doing right in front of us we get so distracted by what other people are doing around us and it puts this pressure on us that we're not doing enough but I really want you to take time anytime you start feeling like oh my god I'm not doing enough Take time to really make a list and compare what you've done this year, this time, or what you've been doing this year, this time. Compare it to last year, this time. And nine times out of ten, you are doing way better than you were doing last year. And if you're not, if you're not, use it as fuel to your fire to go even harder. But stop being so hard on yourself. Give yourself grace. A lot of the th- a lot of the times, what's wrong with our generation is that we've had it so easily, and things come to us so easily that we want these microwavable. Um, we want this microwavable success. We want this microwavable um, lifestyle, and microwavable stuff is not always healthy for you. You get what I'm saying? So. Um, make that list of what you accomplished and I promise you, you, you're farther along. And this brings me to number four. And I'll tell you the backstory about, about, about number four. Um, I went to get my eyebrows done. Shout out to Victoria for getting, for doing my eyebrows. Um, when I went home in Florence on Friday to get my nails done and I ended up going to get my eyebrows done. And, um, one of my other girls came, Makia came, and Makia called one of her best friends. And, you know, her best friend just got in a relationship or whatever. So, um, I always like to pour into women who are fresh out of a relationship. And, you know, just experiencing that that phase of heartbreak. Because my heart goes out to women who are suffering. Not suffering. Let me say not say that. Women who are experiencing 
um, heartbreak because I just remember how I felt so alone. Like nobody understood when I was going through my heartbreak um, years ago, back in 2011. And so what I told her was, you know, be patient with yourself because a lot of times we try to rush our healing process and that's not fair to ourselves. That's not fair to our process. That's not fair to our feelings. Right. And what I told her, and this is number four, celebrate your wins, even if they seem small to you. Celebrate your wins, even if they seem small to you. So, for example, if you haven't been going to the gym in two months and you went to the gym today, but you could only stay for 20 minutes because you were so out of shape. That's a small win. It may be small to you, but that's a big one to somebody who can't even walk. You get what I'm saying? Like if you're going through heartbreak and today you missed your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend and you cried for 30 minutes today right no you cried for five hours today but tomorrow you cry for two hours that's a celebration we have got to stop waiting until we have these big moments in our lives to celebrate ourselves because trust and believe when you don't celebrate yourself ain't nobody else gonna celebrate you If I really sat and waited for people, if I sat and waited for friends to celebrate me, right? Even the ones who I celebrate, if I really waited for people to celebrate me, I would not make any progress, right? Because then I would be waiting for people's validation. But you have got to learn how to celebrate yourself. I have not had sex since um, this may be TMI, but I'm going to always share my testimony the way that God gives it to me. I'm always going to speak what God gives me to tell y'all because he has been too good to me for me to ever water down what I have to say on this podcast to um, pacify somebody or to make them feel comfortable. But I haven't had sex since um, June. So that's July, August, September, October, about to be November. So that's about to be five months. Y'all, That I'm celebrating myself. I am so proud of myself. Now, am, have I been... Not having sex for three years, no. But for five months, I've really been trying my hardest not to give into temptation. And I am very, very proud of myself. So that's a that's a celebration for me. It makes it small to me because I don't feel like five months is like a lot. I'm mean, okay, depending compared to what I used to do. Okay, it is a lot. It's a big deal. But for somebody who can't go two weeks without having sex, it's a big thing to them. You get what I'm saying? So we have to step outside of ourselves and give ourselves a round of applause. Like, celebrate yourself. So I'm challenging you this week. I want you every day to find something that you can celebrate yourself for. This week, I didn't tell nobody, y'all. Today, I didn't get an attitude with anybody. Today... Somebody let the door shut in my face and I did not want to curse them out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those are just examples, but celebrate yourself. Celebrate your wins, even if they seem small to you. And the last one, last but not least, um, I had this this um, individual in my life. Um, and I won't. I had this individual in my life, um, and I met him, like, years ago. But we always remained friends, but our friendship was very weird. Like, I can't even put into words how to describe our friendship, but I know that it was more so me giving, 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 
and less of him giving, right? And so finally, I just got tired of it, you know? Um, it would get to the point where, you know, we would say like, okay, I think we should be more, we both said that we would be, we think we should work on being more than friends because we've known each other for so long. You know what I'm saying? We survived out of all the other females that have been in his life and he survived all out of all the females that have been in my life, right? And so when I would like try to open up to him, it just felt like he would disappear, and so what I had to realize, one, was that, um, you know, I grew up in a two-parent household. I was shown love, and I, I, I feel like I know how to love, you know what I'm saying, in a healthy way. He, on the other hand, you know, didn't really know his dad. His mom was in and out of his life, most more so out of his life than in. And so his love, the way he gives love and shows love is very different from mine because he grew up in survival mode, Right. And so, um, for so long, I used to be okay with that. Like, I used to make that excuse for him. Not watering down his experience of life because everything we go through, I feel like they shape us as human beings, okay? But you respecting somebody's story and their background and their history does not mean that you have to water down your expectations. That's a word for myself. You can... You can accept somebody's background you can accept how who they are for who they are but that does not mean that you have to water down your expectations and your standards and so i decided over the summer that i was just going to stop all types of communication with him because i truly believe that if you can't appreciate my presence then you will learn how to live with my absence and so i blocked him on everything and so the other week he he texts me and um I didn't know it was him at first because it was like a random number and it was like, hey, I'm going to come see you if you're free this weekend. Mind you, he lives in Kentucky. And so um, I was like, OK, who is this? And he was like, you know, you know who this is, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we kind of went back and forth. And I'm just like, Jessica, what are you doing, sis? Like, what are you doing? This, this person number not even saved. There's not even a text thread. Like, what are you doing? And so I text him and I said, you know what? I'm not about to argue with an unsaved number. I'm not about to argue with an unsaved number. And what I mean is, and I'm going to leave you with this last gem for the week. When I say I'm not arguing with an unsaved number, I mean this. You don't owe, I don't owe anyone or anything my energy. The only thing, the only um, loyalty, like the only thing I, I owe my praise and my worship to is God, right? But I have gotten to the point in my life where I do not owe anybody my energy. I have the power to choose for so long. I took that power away from myself and I allowed things and people to ruffle my feathers that didn't deserve it. And so when I say that I'm at a point in my life where I'm not about to argue with the unsafe number, I don't owe anyone my energy. And like I said earlier, if God not stressing me about the way that I feel, then I'm not about to like really sit here and go back and forth with myself about feeling this way. Like I'm in a place where I really only want what God wants for me. I only want who he has for my life. Like, and so I'm not about to give, I'm not about to give energy to things and people. Some people would say that's being nonchalant, but I get to choose. Nobody else, nobody else gets to choose 
how I handle my energy. And I'm not talking about the universe and like all that stuff because I believe in God. But what I am saying is that I get to determine going past just words who gets my energy, who gets my attention, and who gets... just my attention and my energy and my focus and so sis this week before you react to something before you respond to something um i want you to remember that you don't have to argue with unsafe numbers and that can be physically that can be mentally you can apply that emotionally okay but you don't have to do you don't have to argue with unsafe numbers and another extra gem I'll drop on y'all because this person did apologize to me. Let, let's get on that. One thing about people who do you wrong, Jesus. One thing about people who do you wrong is that when you're a child of God and we're all children of God, even the people that do you wrong and God loves them the way that he loves us, right? But when God says vengeance is mine, says the Lord, don't think, and I used to think that, you know, people who hurt us, they get away with it because we can't physically see something happening to them, right? So we tend to think like, oh, they're just going to get away with what they did to us. I promise you, the people that hurt you and do you wrong or whatever, um, they, God got them, right? And so this person felt the need, he was moved to uh, eventually apologize to me. And I want to leave you with this gem is that, you don't have to reconnect with everyone that apologizes to you. You do not have to reconnect with everybody that apologizes to you. And I don't know if anybody else needed that, but I, I was battling for a few days. Like, okay, this, because at that point when he apologized, I didn't really have anything to say. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll talk. I'll, we'll talk about this later. Like I accept your apology, but I need to process what you're saying. And so I wanted to, I, battle with myself like okay just now that you've accepted his apology like are you going to let him back in your life because we're it's just it's an unhealthy situation um because like i said just because you accept somebody's past and you know how they are as a person does not mean that you have to water down your standards or your expectations of how you want to be treated and so um just because somebody apologizes to you doesn't mean that you have to reconnect with them um so I'm going to run back through these gems one more time. Number one, one thing about character is that it will always speak for itself. Number two, it's not your job to show up all the time for other people. The only person that you must show up for every single time is yourself. You have to continue to choose yourself because um, when you choose yourself, you're able, to be, you're able to be a better person and more effective for the people that you care about. And even for people who are like mothers and um wives you get what i'm saying because like my friend whitney she's a mother she's a wife so her showing up for herself is going to look completely different for me because i don't have a husband i don't have a a child or children you get what i'm saying so how we show up for ourselves and even people who don't have kids and husbands like me are us showing up for ourselves is going to look so different from each other because of what we do with our everyday lives right but the one person that you must show up for every single day is yourself and i want you to continue to choose you so that if you are a wife or you are a girlfriend or you are a mother or a business owner whatever you are 
our mentor, like that you can be effective for the people that you care about and that you're responsible for. Um, and then 2.5, um, cause this was 2.5 and something I just threw in. If God not stressing me about it, I'm not about to worry about it. If God doesn't tell me like, Jessica, you shouldn't feel that way or you should feel bad for standing up for yourself. Like if God don't do that, then I'm not going to do that. Like if he don't stress me about it, then I'm not going to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm worried about the things of the Lord and what he wants me to worry about. Okay. And what he wants me to focus on. And number three, when you start feeling like you're not doing enough, make a list of your accomplishments this year and a list of what you had accomplished last this time last year and compare it because a lot of times we're doing way better than we give ourselves credit for and number four celebrate your wins even if they seem small to you because somebody wished that they um, could have the wins that you're having right now and number five i'm not arguing with the unsafe number meaning that you don't owe anyone your attention your space your energy none of that and um what was number six? Oh, number six was, was a bonus. Just because somebody apologizes does not necessarily mean that you have to reconnect with them. Okay? Um, so, those are the gems for this week. I pray that it blesses you. Please make sure that you go cop my new, my latest book. My new book It's a devotional book. 32 um, day devotional slash gratitude journal slash journal prompts in it. Um, it's available at Amazon.com. I'll put the link in the description box of this episode. And also, y'all, please, 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 I need y'all to rate, review, um, and share this podcast. If you could take two minutes out of your busy schedule and just leave a review and tell me what's one thing that you learned in October that you're going to take and apply for November and December. Or what's one thing that you took away from today's episode? I would love to hear from you. Um, and also, if you ever need, if you have any prayer requests, if you have anything that you just need some advice on, um, Hit me up at Dear Sister Podcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from all of you who um, email me. Like, I really feel like we're friends, we're family, we're sisters. Um, and so I would love to connect with you. So hit me up, Dear Sister Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to share, review, and rate this um, episode, please, because I want to. I love doing this, but yeah, your girl still wants to climb the charts on. Um, the apple podcast chart so yeah um i'm super excited for the month of november i'm truly believing god for some miraculous things and i'm so excited about my prayer closet i will definitely be letting y'all know how that goes um and the growth that i see within myself and in my life as i dig deeper into god's word and um my prayer life so y'all keep me in prayers um and i want to pray for you um, before we go, so Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today just blessing your holy and righteous name, oh God. You are so awesome. You are so amazing and you are so worthy of all the honor, the glory, and the praise, oh God. Lord, I come to you right now, God, thanking you for reminding us, oh God, that you fight our battles. And if we just give them to you, if we lay them at your feet and we trust you with the size, with the faith size of a mustard seed, oh God, that you will handle all things above us and all things beneath us. So we're grateful today, oh God, that we don't have to defend ourselves, oh God, because our character 
excuse me, will always speak for itself. And God, I thank you right now, oh God, that you are showing us in this season how to really show up for ourselves and how to love ourselves a little more and how to be better at being good to ourselves. Thank you, God. We're so good to other people a lot of times that we forget to be that good to ourselves. And God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that when we start to feel that we're not enough and that we're not doing enough, oh God, that you send reminders that we are exactly where we should be, oh God, and that we are doing a good job. And that we thank you, oh God, that there's always room for improvement, oh God. But I thank you, oh God, that we just take time to stop, think, and reflect, that we will realize that we are doing way better than we give ourselves greater. I mean, that we give ourselves um, credit for because we serve an awesome God. We serve a victorious God who is doing great things in us, through us, and around us. And Heavenly Father, I pray right now that you will help my sisters and my brothers and myself celebrate our wins. Not because... um. We need to boost ourselves up or make ourselves feel higher than what we are, God. Um, but so that we can celebrate what you're doing in our lives. Sometimes we forget to stop and say, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, if it had not been for God moving in my life, where would I be? So God, help us to take moments to celebrate our wins, even if they seem small to us because there's somebody somewhere who would love to have the type of wins that we sleep on. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you have given me peace and the okay that I don't have to argue with unsaved numbers. God, I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of not only myself, but my loved ones and my sisters and my brothers who listen to this podcast all the way around the world. To my sisters in Russia, my sisters in Jamaica, my sisters in Africa, my sisters in D.C., my sisters in Atlanta, my sisters in South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, okay, Everywhere, all the people that listen to this this podcast around the world, God, I pray that you will bless them, bless them as they come, bless them as they go, bless their homes, bless their families, bless their minds, oh God. And I pray each and every single day that they will continue to see themselves the way that you see them, oh God, that they see their situations the way that you see them, and that they see um their gifts and their their bodies the way that you said them oh god lord i bless you and i praise you right now oh god and i just give you honors today oh god and i'm so full and i'm so grateful that you trusted me enough to give me the dear sister podcast and that i get to come on here every single week to just pour into my sisters because we're not alone and I thank you that you remind us that all the time. So bless my family. Bless my friends. Bless my dear sister family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Y'all, I love y'all. And I pray that y'all have an awesome, awesome week. I will see y'all back next week.